Jen the Builder. And Corey. And we are on Take the Elevator. Woo, woo. Woo, woo, indeed. March <laughs> 3rd, the first Wednesday of the month. Yes. Corey, I want to start off with how proud I am of us, especially of you, for taking on two episodes a week starting in January. Yes. And the reason why she's so proud of me is because I wasn't for it at first. And I kind of feel like I should have been more for it than I was. And now that we've done it, I'm so glad we did. So grateful. So impressed with us. Yes. For those who don't know, I produce and edit. And of course, we co-host. But I wanted to give a little insight in our producing part of the podcast. It's the part that I think I enjoy just as much as co-hosting. I love connecting ideas and I love getting people to tell the story and fill in the concept for the month. Mm -hmm. Later on, we're going to talk about our theme for March. We've got five Mondays, Corey, and five Wednesdays this month. Are you ready? I guess I am. I really don't have a choice. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Let me say this. <laughs> While we're on the topic of the editing and the producing, let me just say that that is no easy task. And that mm. takes a lot of concentration. And it's very time consuming, especially if you have a challenging moment in your podcast. If there's a pause for any good reason, such as the phone call drops or maybe someone needs to clear their throat and cough or sneeze. That's a lot of work. And people don't know the, the time, effort and energy that goes into that. And so kudos to Jen for being able uh. to do that job so thoroughly and so well. I am more of the video technician when it comes to the techie end of things. So thanks, Jen. You're welcome. And it's funny that you say that because we have a challenge coming up about video and vlogging. Indeed. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and give you another challenge that, by the way, you have risen to the occasion every single time. And that's Would You Rather. Yes. Yeah. So would you rather I give us a number or you give us a number? I'm going to do that number a great deal of justice. Four, four, eight. Because four plus four equals eight. Yes, it does. Oh, this is a good question. It's would you rather be able to change a person's mood or their mind? Hmm. I've thought about this whole changing people's mind thing, and it just always goes bad. So I'm going to stay away from that. I don't want to change people's mind. I want them to have their authentic, true thought process. Mm. And I just want it raw. Give it to me any way you want to. But I will be the one that will change moods, be it through laughter or through romance or be it through some form of action or even a dance. I mean, things change mm. moods so easily. So it's, it's easy to operate in that vein. And you are a good mood changer, I have to say. So guys, if you're listening and you're having a rough start to your day or a rough end to your day, we are here to change your mood to be elevated. Yes, we are. I need to give a shout out to a very special person that listens to the podcast on a regular basis. And he brought something to my attention. And the shout out is going to go to Alfonso. I call him Fonzie. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. And I thank you for listening. What he pointed out was I made a small faux pas with how I gave the information about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Mm. He did not pass away. He was assassinated. And so I want to make sure that I make that clear that he was 
ultimately killed and assassinated and, and did not just pass away through natural causes. Thanks, Fonzie. Appreciate it. Thank you. What did he say in Happy Days? Hey. Hey, good looking <laughs> out, Fonzie. You know me, Corey, when we started at the beginning of the month, I always love to talk about the recap for the month prior to uh, what we learned, what our favorite moments were, whatever comes to our mind. Can we talk about February? Absolutely. February was a very interesting month and it was very entertaining, not entertaining in the way that you kick back and enjoy each second, but entertaining in the way that I was able to learn something. Mm-hmm. I was able to take away some knowledge I, and I enjoy that. So that's entertaining for me. Absolutely. First and foremost, we just wanted to say a very huge thank you to our guests this month. That added to my learning experience. It opened my mind up. Speaking of changing people's minds. Right. And it just reinforced some things I already knew. All right, so we're going to go to Ben and Luana. Yeah, Ben and Luana, awesome couple, a breath of fresh air and a ball of sunshine. They're just a joy to see and joy to talk to. I remember walking in the atrium and seeing Luana on the other side, (laughs) and she just lit up. It didn't matter if she was with people. It didn't matter if she was with Ben. She just lit up, and she's like, hi, how are you? And you just feel like, wow. Special. Yeah, you feel special. She made my day. And and Ben, I remember going over to his cubicle to have a conversation with him. And he was like, come on in. I'm like, are you busy? He's like, not too busy for you, Corey. Come on in. Let's talk. And it just makes you feel really, really good. And you just know that you're amongst really good people. Mm -hmm. The takeaway from them, they love each other very much. Yes. They love their family very much. And they're just going to do awesome and great things in this community because they really want to. That's that's their heart's desire. So, yeah, I really enjoy them. Same. You mentioned the atrium. The atrium is not a public place. No, it's not. <laughs> so the atrium is a place where we work. Yes. And I don't even know how many feet across it is. It's so huge. Is it like a football field, do you think? I think it's a little bit larger than the football field going long ways, but across, maybe not. So there's Sweet Luana way on the other end, which would be what? The field goal. Right. And she's yelling out to say, hey. So I had the same takeaway from Ben and Luana. They were such a blessing. They warmed my heart. They touched my soul. And even outside of the podcast, that is truly who they are. Yes, indeed. Yeah, so if you guys want to meet Ben and Luana and you didn't get to hear their episode, they are episode 41. All right, Corey, and then we had Vanessa and Dave. Dave and Vanessa, the comedian. Oh, man, that Dave had me laughing very hard. I, I loved having him on, and, and even Vanessa. I didn't know as much as I do now about them, but just learning about their, their relationship and how they met you know, being high school sweethearts and going into business together and feeling like, you know, there's a little bit more life after retirement. I have some more things I would like to do and to accomplish. Just really a joy to have them on as well. How about you? What did you think? It was interesting for me from a producer and co-host. That was, I think, our first interview with someone that I had not met yet or didn't know. Right. And so it was a great learning experience for me because it was a challenge, but it was so neat to get to know someone as you're actually recording. 
Another thing I took away from that, I had a lesson on the recording aspect too and what that's like on the phone. Unfortunately, there was a lot more material there or a lot more conversation, but because the reception and the connection was bad, you know, we had to not cover a lot of what was said. But I think we did such a good job in capturing that moment. Yeah, I mean, overall, it was a great experience and they were able to tell us a big part of their story and we were able to translate that through your wonderful editing. So we'll go back to Dave and Vanessa, but if you guys have not met them, these are the co-owners and co-founders, co-operators, however you call it when you're doing a beer brewing company. Together. Together, yeah, they're on the 43rd floor. So please take a listen if you haven't met them yet. Last but not least, we had Anna and Steve just last week. Yeah. How about you start off with Anna and Steve and then I'll wrap that up. I had not met Anna until that night. And for me, there was such a connection with her, with them as a couple. It was a good time for me to hang out with Steve outside of work business type thing. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool when you know someone and you see them with their spouse and what that looks like together. You know, the connection and the vibe off of each other was a really good time for me. I learned a lot about them through their story. Their literal moving from one part of the country into another during the global pandemic. Their moments of downs and their moments of ups and just what that looked like. So for me, when I meet someone, typically I'm on very reserved emotions. I'm not looking to engage very much. I'm observing a lot of the actions and the interactions. But with Steve and Anna, I made it a point to go 100 miles a minute. And I wanted to do that on purpose because I I didn't want them to feel like I was holding back and I was stifling the energy in the air. So that's why I was a little bit more animated and, and talkative. Also, I felt like they were able to give us a side of them that they probably wouldn't be able to give in any other circumstance. Just because I was as open, you were as open, and we were providing a platform for them to be able to just speak freely and tell us exactly what they were feeling and what they were going through. And so that being translated was a very good feeling and a learning moment for me. I enjoyed their passions. I enjoyed their stories. So it was just a really great opportunity to get to know another couple. And I hope you guys got a chance to get to know them a little bit. And they're going to be back. So we're going to get a little bit more of them. Yeah, excited about that. So they were our episode on the 45th floor, and hopefully we'll get them back real soon. Yeah. One thing I wanted to mention here is we just gave accolades to the three couples. The amount of feedback that they gave back to us, the thank yous. Yeah, but the biggest thanks goes to them. And we purposely picked couples that were in love and were committed to love. And we want to show that it's okay to be in love with your partner. It's okay to still want to be romantic. It's all right to want to have a good relationship, that's still possible in this day and age of high divorces and many, many breakups and multiple partners. There are still people that believe in love and are searching for love. And we happen to be two of those people on that journey. So just know we did it for not only us, but for them as well. And you guys that's listening that have loves of your lives and that are looking for love. Absolutely. I said we were going to go back to Vanessa and Dave. So here we are with Vanessa and Dave. Yeah. We had such a great time, Corey, doing the IE by going to Braemar Brewery. Yeah. Uh, As a matter of fact, I don't know if you've announced that 
you know, on the actual podcast, we, we did a live on Facebook, but we went back to Braemar Brewery and just had a really good time and really had an opportunity to share with Dave and Vanessa and share with some other people that we ran into that we knew. And then a really good situation came from that. Would you like to share that? I don't want to, you know, get into that myself. I'd like for you to do that. Yeah, I absolutely would love to. Thank you for giving me that honor. So guys, while we're at Braemar Brewery, if anyone knows me, you know, very seldom am I going to keep my mouth shut about some thoughts that are going on in my head. So we had an amazing time and I said, wouldn't it be cool to have a live band? If you guys don't know now, you know, Corey's got a band with Danny and Chris, and they're called The Shameless Band. The Shameless Band. Yeah, and we did a Facebook Live. That was such a good, good time. It really was. And so, you guys, The Shameless Band has a gig, and they're going to be at Braemar Brewery on March 6th. I would be there at 730. I would be there, too. As a yeah. matter of fact, I am going to be there. You are going to be there. So, 730 Please be there on a Saturday night, March 6th. And then we've got a friend who's doing the catering. Props to Jason. Jason Penrice. He is the owner and operator of Pig Island. That's a very <laughs> clear name of what that is. Pig about. Island Barbecue. Pig Island Barbecue. Yeah. yeah. From what I'm told, you know, you guys that know me know I don't eat meat. But from what I'm told, it's some pretty good food. So you're going to really enjoy that. But yeah, check us out. The Shameless Band at Braemar Brewery, and that's at 1609 South Grove Street in Ontario. It's closer to the 60 Freeway. So please come out, support, and enjoy, and have a good time. Every day, elevate. Every day. February was just an eventful month, and I think we're okay now to say okay. We've given proper dues to February. Thank you. Oh, and for all the wonderful black history learning that we did. Yeah, that was a lot of fun and a lot of work, but I love that kind of work. That just makes me feel so good to bring some things that people just aren't aware of. And yes, people did tell me, hey, I didn't know that. I didn't understand that at first, but now that you put it that way, it makes a lot of sense. So it's just a really good feeling for that. So let's talk about March, shall we? I'm in. You're in. All in. I want to give you guys what to look forward to in March. We are theming it as March May Day Moments. March May Day Moments. Yeah. Yes. And one might think, why would you do May Day in March? Well, let me go somewhere with this. We were originally going to do March Madness. We had Steve and Anna on last week, and he said something about May Day, and it just stuck. I'm like, March May Day. So thank you, Steve, for that phrasing and using the word May Day in your episode. So we're going with it. Yeah. So March is also uh, the month where we celebrate women. It's International Women's Day on one of those days, you know. So we want to celebrate women and we want to celebrate women who have answered the call or made a call for a May Day. So let's talk about May Day. Yeah. And so I'm going to jump in here because, yeah. you know, typically when you're calling for May Day, it's a distress for help. Right. And so you would think that if we're having the women on, Corey's probably calling for help because of all these women going to be around. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not it at all. What it actually boils down to is these women are going to issue some help because they're just going to share some incredible life stories and some incredible uh, situations that they've been in and how they were able to help people and how they're going to continue to help people with their life struggles and some of their victories and probably a lot of their victories. Yeah, absolutely. 
So let's do a little bit of history before we go into May Day mode in March. I love the origin of the word May Day. It's actually French. Yeah. And I'm so sorry if we have friends who are French and I'm about to just not do well with this, but I'm going to go for it. <laughs> My vez, mm -hmm. which means help me. And that's actually short for Venez my vet. Venez my vet. I, I don't know why I try to say that like an Italian way, but either way, that means come help me. Right. And that's good enough for me. It's good enough? Yep. All right. Yeah. And this uh, word May Day originated in the 1920s. Mm -hmm. And so this goes back quite a ways as far as how they came up with a way to ask for help. And Jim informed me that when you do this, you want to do it in a calm voice so you can be clear and get the help that you need. Right. So this is interesting. You call out May Day three times. So it's May Day, May Day, May Day. This is, and you either give your name, the vessel name, and you repeat that, and then you say, my position is, fill it in, my vessel is, and then I have, and then you give them the information. So it's interesting, because here's where I'm going with this. The people that we're about to have on our podcast in the month of March are people who have answered the distress call. Yeah. And so we're going to talk to people who have ministered help who have spoken calm and peace to a people who are in distress. Yeah. And I don't think that the people in distress were calm and identified who they were and what was going on. It was just like help. Yes. And let's be clear about this because I don't want anyone to feel like, well, what, what kind of distress could people be going through? You know, mm. when we first got into this pandemic, you know, we had reports. We both work in a healthcare setting. Uh, we had reports that there was abuse and not just physical abuse, but emotional abuse, substance abuse. There was even thoughts and actions of suicide. And right. so that's the kind of distress that we're talking about that people were needing relief from and help from. Just a year ago, you know, when it was so new and we were talking about it, we had no idea who was going to be affected, who was going to feel the loss because of death. And when I think back to the last year, oh my goodness, there was just so much. I'm excited to talk to the women who have answered the calls for May Day and while maintaining their positions at home with their own families. Right. And so, of course, we want to honor women during this time. We have a special guest and she's a life coach. We're going to talk to three women who are a team. We're going to speak to another woman who almost lost her life during this whole pandemic and what that May Day was like and how she processed her stay at the hospital and post-hospitalization and all of that. And now that she's home with me. So we've got a lot to look forward to, a lot to learn from. And again, the whole point of Take the Elevator, guys, is just to connect and hear people's stories and realize that we are not alone. And when we're grieving people, it's so important to know. And it's comforting to know that we're not alone. Yeah, it's very important. Every During February, there were some really good concepts that came up. And mm -hmm. I just wanted to pick your brain, get some 
high overview general thoughts because we are going to elaborate on them throughout the month of March. But I think it's really fair to get people ready so that when they're listening, you know, they've done their own studying or maybe there's input they want to give that they can give to me, of course, on jenthebuilder.com or on Instagram, on Facebook. So one of the concepts was presence and being in the moment. Why is that important in a Mayday situation? Oh, man, that's extremely important. Well, first and foremost is if you're not in the moment, if you're not present, then that means you're not paying attention to all the red flags that are going off. That means that you may miss some important Mm. detail that can leave you in dire straits. It could possibly even help you to lose your life or someone else's life. That's the importance of being present and in the moment. I think it's important that you do a mental and a emotional pinch to yourself so that you can snap back to reality and realize that this might not be just about me. It may be about someone else. Let me get back in the present and do what I need to do. Yeah, because when you're talking about Mayday and you're talking about distress calls, talked about them having to have clarity and being able to describe what's going on, what the situation is. So when people are going to help you, they know exactly what to do or what's what, where you are. Yeah. Yeah, if you've ever heard any kind of uh, distress call to like 911, mm-hmm. they, they, they're they very thorough and they're very clear on the questions that they're asking you. Are you in a safe place? Where are you in the house? Or where are you? What do you hear? Are you upstairs? Are you downstairs? It's very clear, concise and collected questions that they want to know so that they can help you get through that as best as possible. And if you're irate, they tell you, ma'am or sir, please calm down so we can help you. Hope is on the way. And that's the Mayday call that you're looking for. I love that. So we're talking about on the receiving end and on the making the call end. It's a second one, mindfulness. Hmm. I'm going to let you answer that one first and then I'll, I'll come in behind you. So I think mindfulness for me, especially in times of crisis or in times of distress, is that you've got to clear your mind and control your thoughts because your thoughts dictate your actions. Mindfulness, I believe, is also a practice. When you're going through distress, it's important to get your mind right. Very important. I just want to say also that it's the quality or state of being conscious Mm -hmm. or aware of something. And when you're aware and when you're conscious, that means you're able to process properly. Yeah. You're able to think things through properly. If you're not in the present mind or, or, or being conscious, you may be a little hazy on the facts. You may gloss over some things or forget some of the details. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. So mindfulness is just as important as being clear and it's just as important as being in the moment and present. Yeah. Can't wait to hear all the things that we gather this month on those two concepts. We're going to also talk about gratitude. That's a challenge for some. I've had people that say, how can you possibly expect me to list three things that I'm grateful for right now when my grandmother is in the hospital, when my husband just got laid off from their job? How can I possibly express gratitude? Oh, gratitude is probably top priority for me. It's so important for me to remain grateful in every state that I'm in, be it the worst position I've ever been in, be it the best position I've ever been in. I'm always aware that I need to be grateful. 
and have gratitude. Gratitude for the people that are in my life and gratitude for my situation. We could all be so much worse off. I mean, there's a lot of other in between life and death that can really bring you to your knees. And so I'm just grateful and I have a lot of gratitude for just the survival and living in the moment. Gratitude is probably the most important thing because that affects your mindset. It affects you being able to be present. So last but not least, there was another concept. This was actually brought up by Steve and Anna, where you learn from your past and it really dictates how you move in the future. Love that statement. You know, personally, that uh, history is my favorite subject Mm -hmm. and it's to learn what not to do Mm -hmm. again. Even though most of the time history repeats itself, it's it's not predetermined that it has to repeat itself. Just because my great grandfather smacked women and my grandfather smacked women and my father smacked women, that does not make me predetermined to smack women. That lets me know that they had problems and issues that they didn't get help for. And so before I enter into a relationship, I'm going to go get some help so I don't have to deal with that burden that they had to carry. So, yeah, I love that statement. So I'm going to ask everyone just to, you know, get ready for what March has for us. I know I'm going to be really pensive about these concepts that we just discussed and be really open to the elevators that are joining us this month. I learned something new from everyone who comes on as an elevator and joins us on this podcast. So, so much to look forward to. Here is to March Mayday Moments. Last but not least, I'm going to ask you guys to please subscribe. Please follow Take the Elevator. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify, Google, all the major podcast platforms. When you subscribe and or follow, please go ahead and give us a rating or your reviews. And we'd love a comment. You guys are sending texts and emails and oh my gosh, do we love it? And I would love it just the same if you put it on a comment and rate us. All right. Well, you know us that take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. Every day.